I'm Dave Champion. Since the beginning of the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak, I've told you that government health officials frequently look at something that's right in front of their faces and fail to acknowledge what's right there. Because for them to acknowledge that would be for them to admit, I hate to put it in a pejorative manner, that they don't really know what they're doing. I want to share with you a statement made by Scott Morrow, MD. He's the chief health officer for San Mateo County, California. And uh, on December 7th, he published on the agency's website a very lengthy statement. I'm just going to read to you a very small part in you, six, seven seconds, um, that illustrates the concept that something that's <laughs> right there, sometimes they can't seem to grasp. So here is Dr. Morrow's statement. During the first shelter-in-place order, which I wholeheartedly endorsed, the virus was brand new and had the capability of spreading exponentially due to zero immunity and people's complete lack of awareness. Okay, so I don't want to completely <laughs> condemn Dr. Morrow because he's, we're going to explore that statement in a moment, but in some ways he's doing better than a lot of these absolutely ridiculous government health experts. As an example, further down in his statement, he said, what I believe now is the power and authority to control this pandemic lies primarily in your hands, not mine. Which is essentially what I've been telling you now for months and months and months. He's acknowledging that the government cannot control the spread of a virus. And Although he's not coming out and saying it in that, that language, I'm glad that somebody, some chief health officer, in this case, San Mateo County, is actually coming out and saying it. But I want to go back to his original statement, which was that he had supported the original lockdowns because the virus was brand new and had the capability of spreading exponentially due to zero immunity in people's lack of awareness. Now that statement was made by Dr. Murrow on December 7th, 2020. I mean, just a couple days ago. So this is an ancient history we're talking about. Dr. Murrow has the opportunity to sit here in mid-December and look back over the history of what's happened with SARS-CoV-2 in California. And he talks about he supported the lockdowns because there was the potential for exponential growth back then. So what's going on now in California? This is a graph based on the data of California, and you can see the date range down at the bottom. And so you'll see right here, towards the end of October, the cases appear to start climbing considerably, yes? And then right here, towards the very end of November, boom, that line goes damn near vertical. That would be exactly what you would call exponential growth. And of course, Dr. Morrow was saying that exponential growth was possible because the community had a lack of immunity and people were unaware. <laughs> but in the weeks leading up to his statement, he's seeing exponential growth when there is a significant amount of immunity in the community and people are 
hyper aware. And yet the growth of the virus in the state of California is exponential. So, so why he would say he supported a lockdown back in March because there was the opportunity then because of those circumstances for exponential growth when essentially at the very moment he's talking, his state is today experiencing exponential growth without either of those two factors in play. And not just without them in play, the exact opposite is true. I've told you from the very beginning that government cannot stop the spread of a virus. And I'm not talking about just within the limited scope of SARS-CoV-2. I'm talking about any government, any virus at any time in the entire history of the world, any place on the planet. Government has never done it. And unless technology takes a dramatic leap forward here in the next few years, we're still going to be unable to do it. I, who knows? We may never be able to do it. But government cannot stop the spread of a virus. I said probably starting about May, I said, okay, look for the government when finally it becomes apparent to everybody except perhaps CNN, that government cannot stop the spread of a virus. When that becomes apparent, then, and the government knows that the public can see it, that then the government's going to say, it's your fault. You're not doing your job. We, the government, we are the righteous. We are all knowing. We are doing everything right because we, our government, worship us but you are the problem. You are the reason that this virus is spreading. Not us. We're blameless and wonderful. You! Okay, so I said that that's exactly, and you've probably seen that, right? So I want to share a quote with you. This is from the commissioner of the Chicago Department of Public Health. Her name is Dr. Alice Allison Arati. Not sure how to pronounce her last name. And she says, speaking of what we do in our homes. She says, in fact, where we see the spread of COVID-19, we don't ever see the spread of COVID-19, by the way, we see this spread of SARS-CoV-2, so she's obviously not too bright to begin with, is where we let down our guard at home, where we literally let down our mask because we feel comfortable with those we love, but the virus is just looking for opportunities to spread. Okay, so what Allison is saying is that if you were doing the right thing, if, if it wasn't your fault, you would be wearing a mask at home wearing gloves at home, sanitizing everything multiple times a day at home, social distancing from your family at home, not touching your family members at home. Okay, so <laughs> we have the government cannot stop the spread of a virus. We talked about that, right? So let's take that and put it out of view for a moment. So now what are we talking about? Now we're talking about what are human beings willing to do? How are they willing to live moment by moment, hour by hour, day by day, in their cars, in their homes, in the most intimate relationships? How are they willing to act as human beings to stop a virus? Yeah, they're not willing to do the kind of things that Allison is suggesting that people do. So you've got the government 
that can't stop it. Never, never was able to, by the way, let's be clear. It wasn't like they just, it was going to work, but it failed, right? It was, it was, it was going to fail from the moment government said, well, we're going to do this and this. It was a failure, okay? Nothing they did has changed anything, to be clear. So if they can't do it, which they can't, then it's society. And I don't know why COVID Karens, government health officials, why it is so incredibly hard for them to grasp that you can do this all you want. You can post the numbers day in, day out. Oh my God, look at how the new daily infections are going through the roof. You can give out raw death numbers. You're not going to change human behavior. So when, you t- when we look at the situation where the numbers are growing exponentially, and there, there's a whole equation with that, and you, know, you have a little bit of growth, and then that little bit of growth leads to a wider growth. It, it, it's like a funnel equation, right? And then that wider growth leads to a wider growth. And that's what we're experiencing here, compounded by the fact that in the, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's gotten colder, and everybody's compacting inside. I talked way back in, what, April, May, June, I'd spoken about population density. And it doesn't matter whether we're talking about a place like New York with millions of people living on top of one another. We talk about or population density in your home. Right? Population density is scalable, right? So wherever you have population density, which when it gets cold and everybody clusters together in buildings, whether it be home or somewhere else, uh, yeah, you have population density and the virus is going to spread. And, and then that, that inverted pyramid starts to grow, and that's what we're seeing right now. This is not magic, and it's not rocket science. It's just ordinary science. And I, I love one of these headlines. It was, you know, we've now surpassed here in the United States, we've now surpassed the deaths that were, was experienced on the day of 9-11. We've surpassed that day and day and day and day. Okay, so, but here's the thing. That was man-made. Mother Nature always kills more people. So when we look at a pandemic and somebody is saying, well, we've got more people dying in these days than died on 9-11. Yeah, what's your point? I would get that if you could say, look, look at all these people who are dying and all we have to do is X and the problem is solved. But there is no X. That's the thing. It's like, I get it. If you want to talk about that intellectually, that's fine. But if you're trying to tug on people's heartstrings, what are you doing? Because there is no X. It's not like we can stop it if we do X. We can't. The government can't stop it. And, and I know this is, some people are going to find this really hard to accept. Because human beings are human beings, human beings will never stop an infectious disease. And you don't have to take my word for that. Look back at some of the worst infectious diseases in mankind's history. Did humans do the right thing and eradicate it in weeks or months? No, no. Even even later, I mean, we can talk about all of history. I mean, people pretty much knew even before the science was there Okay, so if I don't want the Black Plague, stay away from people with the Black Plague. This was not a mystery even before science was a thing. But let's move to more recent scientific times. It hasn't changed anything. The fact that we have more scientific knowledge hasn't changed human nature. It hasn't changed human behavior. And for that reason, the government cannot stop it. And although now... Just like Dr. Morrow was saying, it's not in my hands, it's in yours. I get that. 
and, and I'm glad somebody's finally coming out and saying that. As a representative of the government, I can't solve this. It's up to you. But we're not going to solve it either, right? So since government isn't going to solve it, and we're not going to solve it. That's just the reality. No matter how much people may rail against that, that's not true. We can do it. It's not going to happen that way. Sorry. That, that's human nature. That's truth. That's the world we live in, even if you don't like it, even if you wish it were differently, even if you think you couldn't make people, you can't, okay? But we can cause mass unemployment. We can cause people to commit suicide. We can cause domestic violence. We can cause um, increase in drug addiction and alcohol. Uh, we can cause livelihoods that took decades to build to be destroyed. We can cause families to disintegrate. We can, we can acting through force of government violence, state violence. We can do all of those things. But we can't stop the spread of a virus. So if we can't stop the spread of a virus, then why would we want to use state violence to do all those other things?